G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. An important issue to discuss, there is a Christian group in Brisbane that's heading back to court tomorrow. Yes, that's right. Another Christian group in court and having a number of their street evangelists who have been fined a combined $10,000 for preaching in the middle of Brisbane, in the Brisbane CBD, in the Queen Street Mall. Well, the evangelism group is known as Operation 513, and they preach in the Queen Street Mall every week. Team leader Ryan Hemelar is joining us to explain what's happening with street preaching in the state of Queensland and especially what's going on in court tomorrow. Hello, Ryan. Welcome along. Thanks for having me, Neil. Ryan, off to court tomorrow, but there's been a court process here and it all relates to handing out Bibles and having a stack of Bibles to give away on a table, uh, talking to people on the street. Uh, how's, how have things unfolded to this point? Yes, yeah, so we've uh, been outreaching in Queen Street Mall for about 12 years now. And uh, just in December 2015, the Brisbane City Council decided that they don't want Christians to be able to do any sort of outreach or to speak about their faith in the Queen Street Mall anymore. And so they kicked out all the various groups that were doing it. But uh, we knew that the um, the law protected us, that the, we have a Peaceful Assembly Act in Queensland, which allows us to get authorization to to speak about our beliefs and so on. And so um, we continue to do it as usual. But the Brisbane City Council then started uh, issuing fines to us for, you know, handing out a gospel tract to someone or uh, displaying a scripture sign. Um, in fact, they even then started fining us for having a conversation with someone. If we, we, we sat next to someone on the seat, have a friendly chat for half an hour, and then uh, just sharing the gospel with them. And, and they appreciated the conversation, shook hands at the end, and then the council come along afterwards and, and give us a fine uh, for starting a conversation with someone. And uh, we asked them, what if we were talking about, you know, what the weather's like today? And they said, I oh, would have no problem about that. But because we know you're talking about Jesus, you know, that's why we're issuing you this fine. Now, you mentioned the Peaceful Assembly Act 1992. That's a state government act. And how does that relate with what the council does? Because you've got the council and then you've got the state government and they're uh, not always on the same page. How does that all relate? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great act that um, came in force in 1992 um, as a result of quite a lot of restrictions that were happening prior to that where... Um, basically, it was up to the police at the time whether any sort of assembly could be heard or any sort of protest could be could happen. And so as a result, the state government said, now we're going to make this a peaceful assembly act, which will then put the rights actually uh, yeah, in favour of the people rather than in uh, up to the, the police to decide whether an assembly goes ahead. And so the act provides that, you know, as long as you give notification to the police and to the council that you'll be at a certain location for a particular purpose, um, the, the, you automatically get approval for that unless 
either the police or the council approach the magistrate's court for an order refusing the assembly. And uh, in, they've never actually done that. They've never um, went to the court to get an order refusing the assembly. And so under the Peaceful Assembly Act, therefore, yeah, our assembly was authorised. And uh, that's why we were you know, going, continuing our outreaches there, knowing that the law was actually on our side. But the, uh, the, the council thought, no, we think our local laws override uh, what the state law says, and so that's why they continued issuing these fines. Okay, so you appealed to the district court in February this year, and the judge corrected what the magistrate had said about your being allowed to peacefully assemble. So tomorrow, when you're back to court, this is the Supreme Court uh, in Queensland, the Court of Appeal. You're appealing that directive. What is the uh, outcome that you're hoping for tomorrow? Yeah, so um, after we got given the fines, uh, we elected to contest them in the magistrate's court. And as you said, um, yeah, the magistrate in that decision basically ruled that the Peaceful Assembly Act can't uh, protect the rights of Christians or religious assemblies. And uh, we know that that was not a right decision. And so, yeah, as you mentioned, we appealed that to the district court in February this year. And, uh, yeah, by God's grace, thank you. thankfully, the judge corrected that error and said that, yes, no, this does apply even to religious people and religious assemblies. But, unfortunately, the ju- judge sided with the council just on one point, and that was that he considered the local law overriding the state law. And uh, and so that's why we are appealing you know, to the, the highest court of Queensland, the Supreme Court, Court of Appeal, um, and to get this corrected, and, and, and by God's grace, hopefully have these fines overturned. And and also then to actually um, yeah, determine the future of being able to evangelise um, out in busy places like the pedestrian malls in this state. And, um, yeah, we're praying that tomorrow, um, as there's going to be three judges, who'll be, three justices who will be looking at this matter, um, yeah, we pray that they'll make a, a wise and a good decision that's based on the law and that we'll have the freedom then to continue evangelising freely. So, Ryan, this is why it's so, so important, this court appearance tomorrow in the Supreme Court in Queensland, because the implications of the magistrate's decision uh, was that the law could never protect Christians evangelising anywhere in the state. So the outcome is very important for those who want to be on the streets sharing their faith uh, in the times to come. Uh, uh, How critical is it that, that this goes your way tomorrow? Yes, uh, I would say uh, yeah, it's very, very critical, um, and that's why we've been yeah asking you know Christians to to pray to commit this to God, um, yeah because obviously you know as times get tougher and um, you know as often it seems that the world you know going more and more against God that's why I think you know Christians need to be stepping out in faith and uh, bringing the gospel to this this lost and dying world. Um, you know, I see, like in Romans 10, Paul says that, you know, how will they hear without a preacher? And faith comes from hearing, hearing through the Word of Christ. And uh, and that's why, yeah, by God's grace, we we um, have been, in the meantime, being able to continue evangelizing elsewhere. So, so the gospel's still going out, but uh, it will, the impact of this case will um, determine whether we're able to evangelize in particularly like busy areas, like any sort of outdoor pedestrian mall, um, 
And so that's why, yeah, we'd ask that any Christian who's hearing this would be would be committing this to the Lord and asking that God would give us victory. Um, and, uh, and and I hope that, yeah, as a result, it will bring glory to God, that God answer this prayer request. And it might also spur Christians on to want to get out of their comfort zones themselves and, and uh, start up conversations and share the good news of Jesus with as well. So Operation 513, and you guys have been in the Queen Street Mall for the last 12 years. Uh, it's a more formalised way of doing street outreach, isn't it? Because you've got a whole team that goes in together, and you've got a team that goes in on a Wednesday as well. And it's not just on the streets of Brisbane, but you guys are in other states as well. Just uh, give us a quick uh, reminder about where Operation 513 is functioning these days? Yes, uh, by God's grace, um, we've uh, got teams out in uh, Hobart, in Melbourne, Toowoomba. Um, we uh, yeah, have a team at the Gold Coast and uh, and also in southeast Queensland, we've got a few other teams in, in that area. And so, uh, and also one other team in the UK, in Essex. But uh, yeah, so it's great to see that um, God is raising up labourers. You know, I, I think of the words of Jesus when he said, the harvest is plentiful, but the labourers are few. And uh, so, yeah, a very common prayer that, prayer that we pray regularly is that God would raise up labourers, and he has been. And um, so, for example, like on a Saturday night in, in Queen Street Mall, um, we generally have about 15 of us on the team. Um, and this is just people from all different churches, um, different denominations and so on, just coming together for the common purpose of sharing the news of Jesus with the world. And, uh, yeah, it's great to see the unity. I think that's um, it's a great it's a great thing. The world can see that, look, all these people from different churches, and yet they're all on the same side. They're all doing this together. And, uh, yeah, and that's why um, I'd encourage anyone who yeah, who's listening to um, come along to an outreach that we might have in your area. And, um, yeah, because... Each each team leader, I uh, would definitely appreciate you coming on the team. As um, there's so many more people out on the street compared to those who are on the team, and uh, so the more labour is the better. And interesting, when you go through a controversy like this and court appearances and we have an opportunity to tell your story, there is a opportunity for people to connect with you, to join the team and be a part of the street outreaches wherever you're functioning. And you mentioned uh, that you're uh, in Hobart and in Brisbane and Toowoomba and uh, doing some good work all around the place. And teams, when you go out, Ryan, as many as 400 tracts or leaflets can be handed out on every occasion when you're out there and you're meeting people mm. on the street, you're sitting down next to them, you're uh, you're sparking conversations about faith. Uh, mm. It is an outstanding thing that you're doing. And so tomorrow when you're in court, uh, I know you're saying uh, whoever's available, why don't you be a part of a prayer initiative? Mm. Because this is a significant thing to be praying for. Uh, the Brisbane Supreme Court tomorrow, where the team from Operation 513 are taking their issue to uh, the highest opportunity in Queensland, uh, the Supreme Court, and uh, the hope is uh, that they'll be allowed to continue uh, doing their street preaching in the Queen Street Mall in Brisbane. 
Mm. Let me point people to the website uh, where those who might like to be in touch with you can contact you. It's uh, Operation 513. That's Operation513.com. And uh, no doubt you'll be able to connect with Ryan Hemmelar. And uh, no doubt, too, there'll be an update on the outcome of what happens in the court case tomorrow uh, as that comes to light. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for taking some time to update us on what's happening with Operation 513. No worries, and thank you for the opportunity, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.